Previously on Champions of the Earth. She is just staring at the ring. Um, I won't give you my answer before. A lady deserves time to think about her marriage. If we get him back, we return Esmond Chong to your precious home of Beach Bay. You will be my bride. I will decide when it's done. If you don't help me, it's a no. If you do, it's a maybe. And I want to connect. <gasps> like, I'm sorry. Martha, you just bought this shit immediately and crossed over? That seems Isn't that ill-advised. That's what we came to do. We came to rescue Esmond Chong. I don't know. I think we're all here for a reason, probably. And I've been mad at you because I was mad that you were afraid and not helping sometimes. And now I'm wondering if maybe you're supposed to be afraid. Do you want to go? I don't want to be left behind. I guess that's good enough for now. Let's talk about the light. As you're looking out over the realm of the Fae, you realize that light here works very differently than you're used to. The sky is white with little black pinpricks. There's an orb. It's almost kind of a, an orange kind of light that, that beams down on you all. Where you would normally expect to find shadows, on your skin is actually highlights. You still look like yourselves, but as we've said, the light, the shadows, none of it's working right. You are surrounded on all sides by forest, twisting thick, and a path leading forward. Olive, what's going on? Hyde here is taking us to rescue Esmond Chong. He is on trial right now. On trial by who? Um, more of these. And I pulled Hyde, the bird. So, but see, this is the thing. Because uh, that's a bird, but Well, you're not technically. Right, so what is it technically? Uh, a fae a creature. A fairy? Yeah, sort of like a little guardian angel. And I look at Nico. I'm gonna do a either empathy roll on Olive. She's acting kind of calm and cheerful about everything, but I just want to make sure. Okay, um, that's probably... Subterfuge? Well, it's a counter roll. You're rolling okay. against each other. 
I mean, she probably seems calm, but okay. she will get determined whether or not. Uh -huh. Okay, that's a mat one. Uh, I'm okay with that. I'm, I, so, <laughs> it, is, is, what, what's Olive's actual state of mind? And what, what can Martha glean? Because Martha rolled a seven, but rolled better than a one. I will say that you would definitely notice that I just locked eyes with Nico specifically when I said that. Mm -hmm. um, and that, yes, I am very suspiciously calm. Um, so I, uh, at this point, uh, have sort of moved over towards you, Mel, and like, I'm kind of just like, hanging back slightly with you. What? She's talking in code. She looked at me when she said guardian angel. Yeah, I just assumed that was a terrible attempt at flirting. Mel, what did we all just dream about? Are you trying to tell me this bird is that angel? If nothing, I believe perhaps some of... I mean, this is pretty much how I would expect someone like her would act if they ended up in the land of fairies. She happily introduced us to her bird friend that speaks to her. I mean, uh, she must literally must be like, you know what? Never mind. Huxley sidles up to uh, Martha. Yeah, and Martha's uh, just like, I guess like, immediately just like, it's rapid fire questions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, and can, can I talk to us? Can you talk to me? Um, I'm not sure. Ever since you guys came through, he's been a bird. Maybe he's just a bit shy. Martha like laser eyes on <laughs> she's like, like She's like, like, talk to me. <laughs> and it flies off to the pathway. It's okay, everyone, we're supposed to go this way. We have to keep up with Hyde. And I want to extend my hand to Martha. Martha's going to take it and kind of be like, and we should get going. Hands. Yeah, we should get going. And actually, she's going to send a hand out to Huxley. Yeah, Huxley takes Mar uh, Martha's hand at, uh, at the exact same time and uh, it gives her kind of like, like kind of a squeeze, not like, you know, pointed, not. Yeah. Because I, I think he senses that something is up. Huxley was the last one in. Okay, hey, so before we go too far, like, should we leave a note? Like, I don't know how like time works here or anything like that, but like, are y'all, like, we got like parents or things, like. Bread you know, Yeah, or you know, like, I don't know, like, you know, we all kind of have like, you know, everybody's got like a dad, more or less, like kind of, uh, in how, Huxley's how making kind of a, 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 a polygonal sort of shape. Like, oh, maybe we should like. Get it to them. I don't know. I just think like in general, maybe like we could all just like send some very positive thoughts to a like large, you know, to dad, dad like figure. Think pretty hard for a sec about. Like, okay, that's a good idea. Right? Yeah. Just before we like wander too far anywhere, just like. Um, and Mel gets it and is like, sure. Why, why not? Why not? Right? Like, let's just all think for a moment. Let's just all pause and think of dad. Okay, Mel turns around and like walks a little bit in the opposite direction and like tries to put her visor on. I toss it on. Can you hear us? This is really important and you know that I wouldn't fucking contact you if it wasn't. This is Mel. And the other side of the line is completely sound. Martha's just in like a relay of like, don't know if you can hear this, but here's the situation. You know, went through a portal, fairy rocks, location, fey. Uh, Esben Chong on trial, rule breaking, any assistance, anything you can provide. Huxley's good with just letting everybody know where, or just leaving a leaving a last scene at. Yeah, Nico doesn't think about a cost guy. Uh, Nico is freaking out a little bit. Um, he 
turns, yeah, he turns towards the bird. I think we need to keep up. And he just, he breaks off from Mel. He breaks off from the whole party and just follows the bird. I follow immediately. Yeah. And I seem worse. The three of us are still holding I hands. Don't, I, yeah, I don't let go of hands. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, yeah. And uh, Huxley is... Mel just like hiss, hisses after Nico. Don't you fucking leave without me. Huxley holds out a hand behind him just in case uh, somebody wants to grab it. He, Huxley doesn't know exactly what's going on, but sees Olive has done it and Martha's doing it, and there's got to be a reason. Well, Mel's offended by Nico, so she grabs your hand. Instead. All right, cool, great. Great. Uh, as the five of you work your way down this trail following the bird, um, as I've said, the trees are thick. Um, at points, they kind of open up, and as you're moving through, um, you hear whispers. It might be trees, it might be just leaves, wind in the trees. It might be leave, leaves brushing against each other. Um, but you hear, hello, 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 hi, hello. Scanners. And Martha's scanners flip on. I want to do it too, so that's 17. And what were you rolling? Logic. Yeah. So as you're both looking into the woods, um, as I've said, the, the sky is like this kind of white. It's, it's, it's very bright, but it's still disorienting. You can't see much in this kind of strange lighting, but through the trees, you do see small little dancing colored spots flitting between the branches off to the left of the path. We can, we can do that. <laughs> Um, and I just want to whisper to Hyde, uh... Hops, hops, hops under your shoulder. Um, are we safe to pass through here, or should we walk around? And if a bird can shrug, mm -hmm. the bird shrugs. Does a head tilt. Yeah, it does, does a head, head tilt. Head tilt. <laughs> it kind of looks... So... Okay. I turn around and I just say, just remember, um, in the Fey world, Fey creatures cannot lie, so just pay really close attention to what they say if they speak to you. Also worth mentioning, and if you ask me how I know this, I will punch you in the face. Don't eat anything, don't drink anything, don't say thank you, don't do anything that makes it sound even a little bit like you owe them a favor. I stop and I turn to you. Also, if you have any iron on you, that's the only thing that will hurt them. And at that, Martha just looks at her hands. Olive is stunned with a very, very relieved and happy smile on her face. And she is just, like heart eyeing you right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, so is Nico. <laughs> Why are we trusting this fucking bird? Oh, do you want to go it alone? You don't know what his intentions are. What? It's better than wandering aimlessly. Uh, so while Huxley is holding Martha's hand, Huxley just taps her wrist. Short, long, 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 short, long. Oh fuck, does Martha know Morse code? Martha is pretty damn smart, and contingency plan is one of her backgrounds. So I'd say roll over a 10 to determine. Oh yeah, she knows it. Uh, Huxley just um, basically just taps bird bad. And then, like initially Martha like freaks when you start like twitching her hand. And so like, you, I assume like you have to like re-grab it. Yeah, uh-huh. Ew, what's like, touching me? It's not, it's not that, just like, what are you, like, what the fuck is this footsie handsy shit? Right. Like, what are you doing, Huxley? But then as soon as she realizes what you're doing, I think, like, oh, like Martha's like, oh. And so she's gonna kind of tap back info either way. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Now I'm just fucking freaking out. I just, hold on a second, I just, 
really need my best friend. Olive, can you come with me really oh, sure, quickly? Sure, I'm, sure. I'm okay. sorry, I just can't keep oh, going. No, if that's is... okay, 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 yeah. One sec. I'm like, <laughs> it's rage, okay. hot white rage in my <laughs> I, I look, I look at the bird and I, I sort of shrug. I go, what can you do? Besties. Nod or shake your head. Are, is, are you okay? Um, I want to pull you into a hug um, and just say, don't worry, everything's okay. And then I wanna grab your hands, like in, like take them together in my hands and I'm gonna open them, uh, palms facing up and I'm gonna say, don't worry, everything is okay. Now that we have hide, the palm of my hand has a tiny scar in the form of a circle. And then I close it and I close your hands and I say, we just have to get to the castle so we can save Esmond, okay? And then I want to pull you back to the group. Mel has already proven to have some Fae knowledge. Can I roll and see <coughs> if I can pull up if that means anything to her? Yeah. Uh, that's a 19. You recall an old, thick fantasy story. Within the Fae, within magic, oftentimes a scar can be the remains of some kind of binding. We have to keep moving, please. He may already be on trial. The right. faster we get to him, the more likely we'll find him alive. Do you guys keep walking or do you mm -hmm. head off the path? Uh, I'll start walking. Okay. Yeah. You keep walking along the path. I'm actually gonna drop back um, to Huxley. Um, and um, So it's just Huxley and Martha just holding hands because Olive's ditched her and so it's just oh, yeah. the two of them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they don't, and Huxley doesn't realize at first that it's just Huxley and Martha holding hands and everybody else has ditched this thing. Well, and since she's with, and then, since she's with Martha too, uh, Martha, do you have a piece of paper on you? No, no offense, Bird. Maybe you're all on the up and up, but just in case, I'd like to write a goodbye note to my parents, okay? <laughs> so Martha's gonna shift her suit down and then her like backpack. Martha is a chronic overpacker. Wide-ruled or college-ruled? Who cares? Just give me something to write with, please. She pulls out wide-ruled. And Mel just scribbles, uh, Olive has uh, a fairy binding scar on her palm. Bad news, underline, underline, underline. Hey, Hux, I can't be trusted to hang on to things. Can you hold this for me, please? I will put this somewhere extremely secure on my body. Okay. Now that everyone is moving, Hyde okay. is about 10, 15 feet ahead, okay. kind of okay. flitting from branch to branch. And we're just cool. following him. Yeah. I'm sort of watching the thing. I, I, my yeah, helmet's off. I can't really believe this place is real. I know. There's so many beautiful flowers. It's the flowers you're looking at? Mm-hmm. Don't you just love flowers? All we have are flower shops, nothing beautiful outside, only here in the Bumblebee Ridge. There was this, uh, this comic, um, Sandman. There's this guy, right, he's a playwright, Shakespeare, and, he's, and he, uh, he makes a deal with the fairies, because uh, he's not that really good. And so he tells them that the, he'll, he'll give them stuff. And by the end, he's like lost his son and, uh, and his life. And, like, he has all these plays, but like, what else he got, right? Sure, sure, that's a very sad story. You know better than me, is that how this place actually works? I think I've read a few other kinds of tales, though. Tales of, of love and of um, promises and glamour and betrayal and illusions. Um, I, I, I want to roll to see how much I just picked up what she just threw down. Yeah, okay, yeah. At least he thinks he knows what he's, talk, what he's talking okay. about. Okay. You gotta keep an eye out for those illusions. 
and he, his eye just goes to that bird, and it's like if this was an anime, it would like zoom in on his eyes, and his eyes would get smaller. As you continue walking along the path, um, you're pushing your way. The path is kind of winding through the woods, and you see a clearing. It's the same clearing you started. What the fuck? <sighs> Looks like it's time to go off the path. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's about right. Hide! <sighs> hey, Nico. This isn't the right path. Hey, what up, Mel? Come here. I go to the side with Nico. Or go to the side with Mel. And Hyde kind of just like, you know, turns his head and he looks at you all and he kind of clacks his beak and he kind of hops a few times. So, hold on, wait, just a sec. Uh... We don't have a lot of time, Olive. Right? Like we gotta get, no, we gotta, right? we gotta get to this trial. We gotta get to this yes. trial. He's charged with using their magic. Are we gonna? Are we going to like a court trial, or is this more like a jailbreak? <laughs> jailbreak. <laughs> uh, over on the side, real fast. She just leans in and like whispers in your ear. Olive's been fucked with. Yeah, she makes some kind of like, is she like brainwashed? Is she, is she like talking, she talking like somebody else? Just, just don't, just don't talk anymore. Just. But I, but there's this issue of Sandman work. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to be focusing harder on Esmond while we're walking? I don't know what rules apply here. I'm can, trying to understand. Can you summon your butterfly? Maybe we could just fly to wherever the city is. And as you reach out with your energy, Feeling it course for you. Unlike before, um, it doesn't feel like it's kind of like you're, 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 you're pulling from somewhere else. It feels like it comes from your gut this time. And as you reach upwards, you feel the glittering power and the magnificence, and you see the bone and the blood, and a butterfly appears, not your mech, but an eight foot golden butterfly. The eight foot is eight? Bigger than normal, okay. but not huge. <laughs> An eight foot butterfly is horrifying. That's and it appears above you. Oh my God, we don't have mechs, we have familiars. Then it lands and it's surprised. Or like mounts. I like put my hand out. And it comes forward and it's little head antennas presses against your hand and it's little antennae feelers kind of floof your hair. Oh, mariposa. <laughs> and you now have a butterfly familiar. It functions exactly like your mech, but at one tenth the scale. But still rideable? I mean, you weigh a lot and it's still. It's eight feet long. Its thorax is wider than I am, and Martha's like, it's what, wings, 90 pounds? Its wingspan is eight feet long. Come on, Colin, let me ride a giant butterfly. So Mel is, is very, is, has been very insecure since she got here. She sees that and immediately calls her panther to see what happens. Blood. It appears seeming to leap out of the shadows itself. Like, yeah, it's a fucking fi at the shoulder. It's five feet tall, big old black panther, and it's fucking surprised. Wait, and just immediately, what? immediately looks at it and goes, "Sit." <laughs> so it doesn't listen. <laughs> like the bee and the butterfly are like edging away. <laughs> Uh, I looked, so I, that doesn't answer my question. Does it listen? No, it doesn't listen to you. 
kind of like it kind um, of it kind of walks to the side and then like it sits and then it turns its back on you. Okay, so and then I'm she she goes around and she looks it right in the eyes. Says, "I said, sit." Go ahead and roll. Seventeen. And that panther kind of looks at you. It snarls its teeth and then it sits down on its haunches. Thank you. Okay. And it kind of brings its head down and kind of nuzzles your chest, thumping against you huh. with a bit of a purr. So I'm gonna kind of like. I'm not gonna be able to outsmart this place. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna think about like, like just like really. It's actually very emotional for Martha. She's like, I have to find this person, this boy. We need to find where this court is being held. I'm lost and I don't know my way. Can you help me? Like I need your wings. I need your eyes. Can you help me, please? Got it. Five. Yeah, it, it it nuzzles its face closer to you and its feelers kind of pat your head. It's definitely into you. Really likes you a lot. Sorry. And Mel just looks at the panther and is like, protect. Mm, it does the, it needs the ground with its fucking like <laughs> half foot wide paws. Okay, let's try going in. During all that noise, Huxley has read the note. So into the woods? Into the woods. I want to pick up hide and take um, a, a few steps ahead. And I want to whisper into his ear. Remember, if we don't save Esmond, it's no deal. And I'm go into the forest. So as you kind of make a gesture to flutter away, he, yeah. he does flutter away and then he comes right back, lands on your shoulder, and then kind of floofs in close to your collar. He's not thrilled about going into Okay, okay, okay. Um, so an eight-foot butterfly, how quickly does that, how hard is that to walk through the forest? Uh, it's not, I mean, it, it can kind of make its way through the forest. It's not particularly a good walking creature. Like, it can kind of follow you, Quick gesture to the air, mm-hmm. and, it, and it takes off. As you move into the woods, um, pushing your way through the brambles and the vines, you slowly start to notice that this is getting denser. The deeper you're going, the denser it gets. Until Huxley? Scan. Roll a defensive move. Sure. So 22. Um, And Huxley, just before it slashes you, you see that some of the vines have dagger-length thorns. And it kind of, these vines aren't just here naturally, they're actually, they're moving. When you're not looking at them, out of your peripheral vision, you can see them moving and there are daggers and there are thorns and this is a fucking dangerous place that you've just found yourself But in. when we're looking straight, it's not moving? Nope, not moving cool. when you're looking straight at it. Uh, okay, so, hey, everybody, uh, watch out. Very sharp, dangerous plants. Uh, only when you're not looking at them, though. It's like that video game where the ghost comes at you when you're not looking at it. And there's lights in the woods, and you hear We should circle up. And I need you each to roll a defensive move. Uh, 18. Miss. 21. Miss. 29. Forge a dudge. Miss. 10 and it stabs into you for one point of damage as it kind of, from behind you, hits you right in the fucking kidney. Okay, suddenly not so happy about the fucking forest. Um. Secrets. 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 
secrets. Sometimes, secrets. sometimes music can make them calm down. Yeah. Try singing, maybe. Not that. And then she looks at you. She goes, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And because it's the song we all sang in the car. Oh. oh driving good. on the way back. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and we sing. Sing Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. No, what's up? I close my eyes, drew back the curtain to see for certain what I thought I knew. And we all need to roll defensive rolls again. <laughs> well, no, I, I wanted to specifically roll my uh, connect. What are you trying to connect with? Uh, I was trying to deploy the power strike against the enemy like calming the forest. I'm putting, uh... Oh my god, no! Huxley, take a point of damage as that da as that dagger thorn kind of stabs into your leg from behind. And Olive, you reach out with your, your empathy um, directly into the forest, kind of your raw emotion. And after the vines stab Huxley in your peripheral vision, it all kind of slows down and stops. And the colors kind of the little lights kind of start to organize themselves right in front of you all. And you hear, secret, 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 secret. secret. Um, I, I go to push past and I say, no deal. Okay, as you move forward, the vines all start to tighten around each of you. This time it's not just an attack, this time they're starting to wrap around your feet and arms and body. These things are trying to lock you up. Roll that defense. Oh. Yeah, no, that's another nine. Uh, you are bound by these vines as they start to wrap around your arms and legs. 21. They do not wrap around you. You manage to, one of them comes close to you and you fucking grab it and you rip it in half. What did I do? Do I? 27. Yep, same, same. They try and wrap around you and you kind of wiggle it right out of the way. 17. No, sorry, 20. Okay, not, not only are you able to like kind of bat away one of the vines, but then the panther is like, and he stomps on it with his fucking paw. Uh, 15. You manage to slip out of the vine's grasps as well. Martha's like, Huxley! She's been trying to... Uh, a little help. Secret. Now the, 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 the lights start to hover around Huxley's head. Secret, secret, secret. Um, um, I walk over and try to tear the vines off. Okay, counter strength roll. 15. Okay, it's 18, no. So you, 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 you grab onto it, but these vines are fucking like thick iron bands and they're just getting tighter and tighter on Huxley. Martha's gonna, uh, she's gonna put her hand on it and like see Nico not be able to lift it. Oh God. And then she's like looking and like, she looks at Huxley and then she looks at Olive and then she's just like, uh, I like Olive. And the vines, slowly unwrap around Huxley, pulling back. And she's like, Martha goes to grab you, are you okay? Yeah. And she's doing everything in her power not to look at all. And Mel's just smiling. Are we doing this? Wait, 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 I said, welcome to the middle bit. Oh, I thought that was just like a generic kind of... Mm. Oh, we, we always roll on these things. Welcome to the middle bit. Welcome, welcome to, to the middle bit. 
We're having a coffee. Coffee with Colin and Jesse. Uh, heck yeah. Well, um, so uh, here's a fun question, Jesse. Mm. What just happened? See, it's exciting for me, Reserve Champions, because uh, these past couple episodes, uh, our lovely producer here has uh, been handling everything soup to nuts. Uh, You know, construction, editing, audio effects, mixing. He's basically like a true champion. He has taken on the full responsibility. Uh, I am choosing to believe because uh, he knows that his precious Colin is a little overwhelmed by life right now and is kind of being buried by a 10,000 deadlines. And he was like, I'm going to do myself a solid. And it wasn't. I think that Colin is kind of dropping the ball a little bit and I need to step in and bring my own magic thunder. Um, uh, so yes, what has just happened? Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, Colin, um, there were some vines for some reason, and they wanted secrets. Oh yes, and Martha said, "I like Olive." Oh my stars! Um, this was a really fun game for us to be playing. Um, I've wanted to get these guys to the Feylands for a real long time. This has been baked into the concept of champions. Um, just since its inception, um, and so I'm so glad to finally get us here um, to watch how these guys have been kind of, uh, you know, fighting their way through and trying to riddle out the mysteries uh, and dealing with some of the more headier and heavier concepts that are put on the table. Um, I really appreciate you guys going on this journey with us uh, as these guys kind of face off with this new, strange danger. Um and I'm really glad for you guys to find out what happens next. Yeah. Stuff happens. <laughs> Stuff happens uh, next. Fun trivia fact. Oh, yeah. Um, because this is a game sometimes and we don't know what's going to happen on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, had Martha not blurted that out, there was, I, Huxley was about to say where his parents were. Oh, wah, wah. oh <laughs> lo siento, audience. Um, that's true. The The tree must be fed with secrets. And, uh, you know, you waited just long enough to let someone we were, else take that bullet. We were looking at each other's eyes and, like, my mouth was open when she yelled it. It was a good moment. Um, that uh, uh, was lost to radio, but uh, yeah, um, a, a lovely moment that won't have any ramifications at all as we move forward. None, zero, whatsoever. Um, do we have yes, things? We have things. We have two things. First, a personal quick shout out and thank you to all reserve champions for um, sticking with your better nature and not spoiling the show for the cast oh yeah i cannot believe it has been two weeks and y'all have kept to the spoiler channel on the nerdsmith discord uh and have like really been top notch a plus content citizens um gosh howdy thank you very much uh the cast is still going nuts so that's shout out one shout out two also to all reserve champions but especially the like 37 or 38 of you who uh, helped us with the nerds giving um, total. After Colin and I congratulate everybody for raising almost $1,000, whoop, whoop. Uh, y'all went back and uh, pushed us all the way over $1,000. So uh, we're going to do something new and extra special now because we hit our secondary goal. Um, thank you. That was cool of you all. It's... Uh, you're, you're all really, really uh, a pleasure uh, to have as our community. And we are, we consistently are 
thrilled to our very core that you all um, treat us with such respect and treat each other with such respect. Um, I think it's safe to say that if you're a fan of Champions of the Earth, you're probably not a jerk. Like, I think that's really cool. You guys are really, really neat people, and um, we really appreciate you being in our lives. Um, so a big hug uh, from both of us to you. Um, I'll give you a little kiss on the cheek. Mwah. There we go. It's chased. Don't worry. That's good. It's, this is a stereo microphone, so that actually did feel over oh. here like nice. you kissed on my cheek. Well, good. <laughs> from me to y'all, that was just uh, just for you listeners. Um, is there, let's see here, doop 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 I'm scanning through my, my binder, binder full, full of, of notes. notes. No, there's not these. a lot this week, um, except to say also, uh, this is, it is, this is the, basically the one year anniversary of us going on the air. Whoa, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the, that's the third smallest note? That's the third smallest note, yeah, basically, like, this show marks, um, about a year that, uh, we've been showing up on, uh, your feed. Wow, that is... And we've grown quite a bit. Quite a bit. Uh, last month was our biggest month ever. Um, thank you all very much. Thank you to Nerdsmith. Um, and honestly, just... I'm going to say thank you, Colin, and I'm going to say thank you to uh, my fellow players because I've been wanting to do something like this for a really long time. Uh, and this show has been absolutely the best use of time that I should be sleeping that I could have ever come up with. Thank you very much. Well, Jesse... As a as your as your G- GM and uh, your friend and as uh, your producing partner in this crazy project, uh, thank you for being utterly dedicated to something that should be just such a ridiculous, like <laughs> this is so utterly ridiculous. And your passion and drive and talent, you guys, he is so talented, has pushed this above and beyond. So we have you to thank. Oh, thank you very much. All these good feelings. Let's just all for a minute just soak up these good feelings for a second because they're the last ones for a while. Yeah, things are going to get a little dark for a hot second here in Champions Land. Don't worry, we're going to pull out of it, but um, strap yourselves mm-hmm. in, pour yourselves a nice cup of chamomile tea, or if it's a hot out, pomplemousse, crack it open, relax, and have yourselves an adventure. And the vines pull back, and the kind of the lights kind of blink, 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 blink. And Mel just smiles really big and like looks over at Olive, and then looks at Nico, and then looks at Martha, and then just looks away. Martha, like, well, she's got her helmet up, uh, but she's got her hands on Huxley. And she's like, are you okay? I will be, yeah. Okay, let's keep walking. And you start and walking? No, no, she's she knows to stay in a group, but she's like, "Are we walking? Let's go." I don't think we want to stay here, right? And no, I, and I'm, 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 yeah, I'm like right next to him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a good idea. Let's let's keep walking. Huxley is right behind Martha, but I want to look at the bird. Okay. The bird is still on Olive's shoulder, and uh-huh, you can a... see Olive's face is relatively... Like this. Wide-eyed. 
hyperventilating just uh -huh. a little bit, but holding our shit together admirably. Can I do an empathy check on just that whole? I want to see what what the bird and all of his reaction together to that are. Ah, yes, you can roll that. 15. The bird is looking at all or looking at Martha from Olive's shoulder. And the bird is kind of doing a like a, it's ducking down low. It's like it's kind of looking, it's doing, it's bobbing its head back and forth. Uh wait, what year did Jurassic Park come out? 92. Much like a velociraptor from the hit film Jurassic Park, the bird is moving its head from side to side, kind of getting parallax on Martha. Huxley doesn't look too long. Huxley just sees that and then turns away really quickly and catches up with Martha. As you start walking, and this is, catches you all off guard, um, basically as soon as you turn, once again, the change happens in your peripheral vision. Now the brush, the underbrush, is gone. You are in still a forest, but the trees are tall and almost leafless um, until up at the top. It's like a, like a Scandinavian ash forest. Um, there's a lot of empty space and you can see for you know, a half mile, it seems like in every direction, just straight trees, straight trees in every direction. Mel has a thought and turns to the cat and just asks, can you smell another human nearby? The cat kind of looks at you, snarls a little bit, kind of wrinkles his little nose, big nose, I suppose, and then goes loping off into the forest. As he passes behind a tree, he vanishes. Come on! Speaking of which, I look up. Far high above you, you see a glittering dollop of light, which most likely is, yes, your butterfly. When, uh, when you're looking upwards, um, Nico just wants to kind of walk over past you. Um, and he, he just really keeps pace with you as you walk. Martha modulates her pace so that she's not keeping pace with you. <laughs> she's like, as soon as you turn on, she's like, that she can feel just like intense waves of awkward coming off of her. Okay, yeah, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. So as you you're, you sort of take up pace, uh, I go, uh, hey, what do you think would happen if I, um, or, uh, it's a cool butterfly. What do you think would, uh, what do you think would happen if I uh, summon my squid or octopus? Like that throws her for a second and so she kind of like walks and turns around at you. Oh, uh, well, it either weirdly floats through the ground like it does when it's mech or it would just, you know, walk? Yeah. Maybe wait until there's some water before trying. Yeah, I'd feel really bad if it was flopping. What I'm wondering, and then she starts to say the word elephant and then stops. Let's hey, just... I, and I, I, I just sort of walk, and at this point I like, uh, if you've like stopped and like look back, uh, I just get a little closer and I like, you know, helmets down, I look you in the eyes and I'm like, hey, if it's any consolation. No! Stop! Please. Please. Be yeah, alright. And I walk past. No, it's fine, please. Yeah. I get it. And as you walk past, um, you kind of turn your eyes to the group, and they're about 300 yards behind. Hmm? 
Hey! How did you guys get so far behind? I thought we were stopped. No, we didn't. Martha kept walking. We were well, walking. Well, no, I know. And then, yeah. Uh, why? We didn't stop. We didn't say we stopped. The hell's going on? Uh, we tried walking back towards them. Okay, as you walk back towards them, uh, you cross past a tree. Now they're about 400 yards away from you. Oh. I want to do a perception check because I would have been keeping eagle eye specifically on Martha right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Same. Um, I'm going to try the comms then. 15. Okay. Nope. Yeah, Olive, you saw it. As soon as they started walking away, they passed a tree and then seemed to jump. You know? Um, Mel heads over toward the tree where their cat vanished. Careful, 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 careful. You pass behind the tree. Mel is about 100 yards away. Hey, Hux, hey, hey, come over here. From everyone? Yeah, no, yeah, we're staying, we're staying. Okay. Once again, the little lights start dancing through the trees. Martha's gonna be on the comms, being like, everyone, don't move. You're together, you're alone, and you two are together. Great. So each one of you does, has a, one of you in each group does notice. The little lights seem to be kind of floating. There's five lights. Each light is kind of circling near one of you, and you hear on the wind. Martha takes out her bug spray. And like sprays. Mel tries to. (laughs) She literally takes out her bug spray and is like aerosols the fuck out of it. Roll that attack check. Ten. Rolled an eighteen. It zips off, and you just hear sacrifice. Mel tries to, and it glows right at you. Do that thing with bugs. You try and slap it. Great. Roll that attack check. Seven. And as you try and slap it, a beam of light smacks you right in the middle of the forehead for two points of damage, knocking you on your ass. Huxley halfway depowers the suit. Because Huxley's got cargo pants and has been keeping some things and uh, extracts the, the emergency can of Fresca, like, uh, <gasps> just like in the dream, that was not made up, uh, and opens it and pours the whole thing out on the ground. This <laughs> the weakest sacrifice. No, this mo- no, this is my last Fresca, and I am far from home. Enjoy it! The single light around you blinks, flashes, and says, mm. and blinks out. Oh shit, it's that easy? Sacrifice. I know what you have, Nico. Oh shit. Yep. Yep, well, no, definitely not. At least not yet. All right, Mel takes the suit off, pulls out, um, like a like a manicure kit with a little pair of scissors and chops like three inches off her ponytail and drops it on the ground. Sacrifice. And yours blips out. And you find yourself standing next to Huxley and Olive. Oh, good, wonderful. Okay. Now I'm just pissed. I think it looks nice. Looks badass. Yeah, whatever. Um, I desuit, um, and I reach into my pocket, and I hand over my lavender 
And the light kind of drifts closer and closer. And as it lands on your hand, the glass shatters. And the smell kind of lifts off. And it sees your face, which is just shattered by this. And I, uh, I look at the light. Look, uh, I don't got a lot of things on me. I don't have backup sodas and I don't have, uh, you know, a purse. I've got drumsticks. And I got this corsage. And I'm not leaving this place without both of those things. So fuck your sacrifice. Nico. And I bring, I bring my hand up and I, uh, I undo the gauntlet. And at this point you can see, like, I'm, I'm a drummer, which means I've broken all of my fingers at some point or another. Uh, and it's... The, you know, I just got fucking scars um, for a young kid, and I pull him and I just go, no. sacrifice, and I break <gasps> my own uh, pinky. Whoa! And the little light in front of you literally like, still see? Wub, 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 was back, yeah. doesn't say shit, and then just like pops in a little <laughs> light. Martha opens Fuck. up, up Martha opens up her first aid kit and gets we'll out of the We'll take one point of damage. Yeah. And she like I'm gonna starts, take that on HP rather than power. Sure. She like starts to split your finger, and then as she's doing it, she also pulls something out of her out of her book, and it's um, a uh, college pamphlet for Harvard University. But it looks super like it has been opened and closed and opened and closed. It is definitely not new. This is old. Probably not going to college anyway. And she just drops it on the ground and then pulls out her first aid kit and like starts fixing Nico's finger. As you turn to fix Nico's finger, you find yourself about 70 feet away from her. The light follows you. Sacrifice. I looked at that pamphlet every day. What else do you want? little lights just floating around your head. Now the other ones are kind of appearing and they're kind of dancing around your little head. And Martha snaps and she says, back off. And then she is going to blow five power points and try to summon cold iron. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So you try and summon cold iron mm -hmm. uh, through your power which, which power, what, what, are, you, what well, are you doing? Well, we established at the beach, it costs five power points to attempt to summon your elements. Right. That's the right. And we said it's five to confirm. Oh my God. Okay. How's this go? So yeah, she summons a cold iron dagger. Okay, that dagger kind of comes up out of the ground, leaps into your hand. Shard of nice. raw cold iron metal and the lights all kind of back off and they keep bobbing around you from about 10 feet away. A little more concern, but they still say sacrifice, 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 sacrifice. You all see Martha, she's about 200 feet away now. She's a good distance from you, but you guys see her. She's something's um, going All right, so now I've, I've transported back. <laughs> Nico, oh. hey, what happened? They asked everybody for something, right? Yeah, it's, I didn't have anything I was going to give away. It's fine, it's like the seventh time I broke it. And, uh, and I- Mel just walks up to you and finishes. Oh, 
So what's going on with Martha then? Thank you. What did Martha, did you see what Martha gave her? And I, I, I turned back, Martha! Martha! You can't hear anything. Yeah, because we can just see attack. them like surrounding her. They're yep. surrounding her, man. They're, uh, give something up! Why isn't she giving something up? She sent a secret with like no problems. 19. Okay. Uh, so you lash out with the dagger, and as it starts to cross into, stab right into one of those little lights, mm -hmm. it kind of splits apart and then reappears about 20 feet away. They continue to bip and bob, bip and bob, and bip and bob, and sacrifice. Is there anything I, that we can do? Do you think we can have, like, we can't get back to her, right? Like, if we were to- Does if she we still were, have her helmet on? If we just keep walking. Oh. oh. Martha, just tell them that you're wrong. You hear that in your ears. She's gonna try stabbing them again. Okay. Okay, once again, you leap forward and that dagger kind of floofs right through these things as if they're not even really there. Seriously, as if they're just little tell blobs them that of you're light. Wrong. And they're starting to get closer and closer and closer and closer. And now you can start to feel the heat from them. Like these are, they're not hurting you yet, but they are swirling and getting angrier and I grab and Hyde and I say, take me to her. You, you, you grab the bird? Yeah, he's on me, right? So yeah. It's just, yeah, take me to where she is. <laughs> I know that you can take me to her. <laughs> Just let me safely walk past the tree and take me to her. I can't make you walk through the trees. I can't do anything. Stop grabbing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the bird has a ridiculous Irish accent. This is my favorite thing. Okay, I apologize. Um, I, okay, I walk over to, we're still in the forest? Yep. I walk over to the tallest, driest fucking tree. I put my hand on it and I yell. You want the fucking sacrifice? And I um, unveil the Warhammer and light it on fire. And I, I look at that and I rear it back towards this thing pretty like theatrically. And I'm like, let our friend go. She already gave you a secret. What kind of sacrifice was that? Roll a social attack for me. Fierce, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that no. one. Oh, no. <laughs> And you hear throughout the forest, rules are rules. Who are you? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. She's gonna take the side of her arm with the blade. Damn it. And cut it. And your blood splatters across the forest floor. And suddenly you're all in a very different forest once again. This is a wet forest. This is more like a kind of banyan forest. Roots are thick in the floor, little puddles of water kind of between the roots in every direction. And it's quiet, there are no lights. Mel, your panther is back next to you. Fucking confused. Huxley runs over to Martha and I, um, yeah. she, is, she, is working on the is working on she's, the, she's the like, cut. She's cut doing good, great. Huxley, uh, Huxley makes words, Huxley yeah. makes a point though of taking your arm and being like, hold on, wait, let me let, let me help and tap 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 again. All right, yeah. For a minute he was like, oh, I'm gonna help, but then he like looks going on yeah, uh -huh. like, okay, back up. I'm suspiciously pretty far away from you, just like, but looking and, at you. And like, I had back I had back towards Mel. Obviously, we gotta talk, like, at some point. But, 
like it's cool like whatever like i mean like we'll tell them at some point but we yeah. can we can figure out we can figure out what this means and, and what this means about us all right yeah of course actually i think it's a good idea as i'm as i, I walk over to you I, I try to catch all of eyes yeah, she's desperately, immediately trying to connect to any of you. Um, and I, and I, I, I look at Mel, and I, I sort of like head cock and then walk over towards Olive. Just Hyde's on my shoulder, though. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Huxley did all of this in full view of Hyde. Yeah. Cool. Um, I, I'm just heading over to you guys. So, look, I don't know if that bird can understand me or if you got to translate for me, but um, I think he understands. Yeah, the bird kind of cocks his head. I trust my friend Olive, but I don't trust you, bird. I don't trust you at all. And I don't trust any of this shit. You got me hurt. You got our friend hurt. So, what's up? Come clean with us, tell us what the hell is going on. Uh, are we on trial? And from the woods, you hear a voice that says, She chose to hurt herself. And around Martha, the water kind of ripples. You didn't accept my first sacrifice. Dreams are. I want it back, by the way. Then it is not a sacrifice. And the roots kind of around you are moving just slightly. And you're standing in the middle of a kind of the roots, well, a group over here kind of blinks, and a group over here kind of blinks, and you realize that you are standing on a face. The roots around you make a giant face. You sacrificed paper, but you still plan on a future. Martha, you are not giving up on yourself. And I straight up turn on the Warhammer. Hey, this ain't your fucking therapist, Martha. This is a fairy god. Hey, face, put us on the damn trial. Stop messing with our minds, or I'm going to start whacking you with this very large hammer. Whatever trap you're bringing us into, whatever you want from us, you're not going to get anything except for pain. I've brought you into a trap, and the forest shakes. You've transgressed into my woods. Why should I do anything but crush you here, humans? We didn't ask to be sent here. We were pulled into here. You are in my woods. Okay, okay. Oh. Then we'll leave. No, look, we want to get to where Esmond Chong is being tried. We've all sacrificed something, so let us please pass. <clears throat> Continue on a path to rescue a human? Well, yeah, you don't like humans very much, huh? You don't like us in, our, in, our, in your wood? You don't like us in your realm? Humans have caused nothing but trouble. Okay, cool, so we're here to help you out. All we're trying to do? We're here to get a human out, and then all the humans will leave. Martha looks at Olive. Uh, Martha, for the first time. She is making eye contact with the face uh, and just says, this human was falsely accused. He did nothing wrong. 
He was under a glamour spell. So we are there to go. We're gonna go there to plead his case, and then all the humans can leave. Human on trial? Fay justice of the court? <laughs> Dead already. Or soon to be. If I have a chance to say something, I could change the outcome. You think you'd change the mind of a court when you can't change the mind of someone you love? That's two different things. Emotions and logic are completely separate. Mm, a human answer. It's poking and prodding at Martha, and it's like, no, like, let us the fuck through, right? So, uh, I, 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 I warned it, so I lift the hammer. No, Nico, wait! Um, and I, I, <laughs> I turn. What, so it could get more in your head? Look. It's messing with you, Martha! This could, is another test! And it could probably swallow you whole, so chill that H out! We have no idea how powerful it is. All we know is it's little threats. We're the champions of the Earth, we might as well try. Will you let us pass? Why? Because we did what you asked. You're a bad host otherwise. Also, I have a hammer right above your head. Hey, don't threaten our host. I'm sorry. We thank you for letting us pass through your woods. And we've given you what you want. Don't say thank you. Also, we have a hammer above it's you. Worth a try. Around Huxley, the water ripples. Gave up his connection. Around Mel, the water ripples. Fierce and friend of animals. Around Nico. Typical human. Aggressive. Around Olive. Touched and guided. But then once again, to Martha. Why are you here? To get the human. Lies. Get, get the, the human. Care about yourself. Care about someone else. Why get the human? To right or wrong? Martha, it wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. You can't blame yourself for this. No one blames you for it. I told you, can we go now? Guilt. And that echoes throughout the world. Human. kind has passed through me for ages untold. You have wreaked great destruction and turmoil on us. But it is a time of danger and change. Simple and small you each are. But kissed by destiny you may be. I would see you gone from this place quickly, if I can.
can assist in that quest, call upon me, the Rootborn. Wait. Yes? <laughs> you, you want to assist us? in getting out of here as quickly as possible. Am I understanding you correctly? Yes. Okay. Who put that scar on Olive's palm? Unknown. I only know the trees. Well, you're not very helpful, are you? Well, I'm sure you will be when we call upon you and... My eyes snap right to the bird. How did the bird react to that? The bird is pretty solidly floofed right next to Olive's head. Much hiding? It's, oh, it's not hiding. It's a brave bird, but it's embedded. It's it's in the nook. Okay, all right. But birds birds live in oh. trees, do they not? Hey, look. Let's just point us in the direction of the trial. Hey, excuse um, me. I'm talking. I don't think they can help right that. Let's keep moving and call well, on it. I didn't ask it. for your opinion, did I? I asked the giant face in the ground. Fine, waste your time. Well, you waste plenty of my time. All right, enough. No, I'm sorry. Mel! I'm in the middle of fucking asking the question. Mel! All right, you gotta be nice to my girlfriend. Um, I'm sorry, what? Whoa, all eyes on Hux. And Martha looks at you kind of like a, for just a beat and she goes, Huxley, it's fine. Olive's face has gone from sheer panic to extreme confusion right, Mel to sheer panic. Pulls out her crossbow, sticks it in the bird's face. No, 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 Jesus Christ. Champions of the Earth is created and DM by Colin Kelly and produced in audio design by Jesse V. Hill. Featured in the cast were Gina DeVivo as Olive, Marcy Campos as Martha, Jesse V. Hill as Huxley, Jackson Lansing as Nico, and Amanda Powers as Mel. Our original theme music is by Stephen Gizzy. Champions of the Earth is proud to be part of the Nerdsmith Network. Check out all the other great content on nerdsmith.org. Talk about the show using hashtag ChampionsCast on Twitter and what's left of Tumblr. Tell your friends about the show, write those great five-star reviews, and watch Facebook and Discord for some fun behind the scenes this week. The secret word is unsolved. Seriously. Something's unsolved. The fellas call her charm cause they say her sweetness shows. They call my sister trouble cause it follows where she goes. Together we're a double dose of sweetness, sass, and pluck. We're the sisters charm and trouble and we're here to sing and wait, wait, trouble, we can't say that. Why not? Roll me over in the clover. Roll me over, lay me down and do it again. Do it again. Charm and Trouble on nerdsmith.org or wherever you download your podcasts. Because nobody likes a late wench or an early lad. <laughs>